it's a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't remember the rest of that song. Yeah, neither do I. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special holiday edition of the Skeleton Crew podcast because I refuse to not have a podcast even though it's Christmas this week. And hi, Merry Christmas! Please, Joe, it's Christmas. Please, Joe, can I have some more? That's the wrong Dickens. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but hi, hey, hey, all. I'm Sardo, that's Strauss over there. We're we're going to talk about Christmas movies today. Yeah, we thought, like, hey, this is a good time to talk about Christmas movies. Because, well, it's, it's Christmas. Yeah. And you're, you're probably wondering, like, oh, it's the, end, it's the end of the day. I had Christmas morning with the folks. And now it's like, oh, what am I going to do for Christmas in the evening? Maybe I'll watch a movie with the family. So we're going to talk about some, like, Christmas specials and movies and such. Because, well, why not? I feel like, hey, this is, it's a topical episode. And what's more topical than literally the holiday this releases on? That, that was not planned. It, it just sort of a happy little accident. And next week, uh, we're doing the ponies. I'm very excited. I thought today was the ponies. So oh, yeah. it, I'm, I'm sufficiently prepared for the ponies. <laughs> oh, it, which is great, because if something else comes around that replaces something on the ponies list, you don't have to be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, we believe in having our award show at the end of the year, and not like with a month and a half left. <laughs> Which is weird, actually, about award and, shows. And <laughs> if Neil Newbon wants to come onto this this show, um, we would welcome him onto the Bonies. I'm oh, just I, saying. We'll give him more time than the Game Awards. He will not have to dress up. <laughs> I mean, he can dress up if he wants oh, to. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we're going to dress down. Actually, you don't mm-hmm. You don't know. I could be wearing a full suit. I mean, if you, I hope you do, just for no reason. <laughs> that we're both you know, like I a suit and tie. <laughs> I have a suit and tie. I could do that. No one's going to stop you. I have a Nobody nice... Could stop. No one's going to stop you. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> but today we are talking about Christmas movies. And there's Yay. so many good, bad, the whole works. Um, if I sound different, it's I'm in a different location. I'm technically on the vacation of vacation. You are. I am in a completely different side of the country. I'm for once behind Sardo. You are. You're you're behind me. I I forgot that because like, oh shit, I'm gonna make Strauss have to like wait up for me. It's like, no, I can enjoy my pizza because Strauss is behind me for a change. I haven't had dinner yet. But today, on this very valuable Christmas day, for the listeners out in the Christmas world. And hey, who doesn't like a Christmas podcast? It's very Santa hat. (laughs) Uh, I wish I actually had one of the many Santa hats in this house on my head right now. I don't. I I don't own a Santa hat. Oh, you could borrow one of the ones from my dad. He has got like a bedazzled one that's pink. That one. one, Yeah, he has one that's like a a springy hat. Oh, that's so good. That that one's usually mine because I love the springy hat. Your dad knows what's up. Oh, my dad makes, due to happenstance, my dad's house is now an event house where you go see for all the Christmas decorations. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in the papers. 
Oh, your dad rules. My dad does rule. He also has a dog. You, you have seen some Chester posting. I Chester is a quality dog. He's, he's a little cloud. Yeah, it's a shame he's a spoiled boy. He's very spoiled. He deserves to be spoiled. <laughs> finally, but... finally, someone who agrees with my father. <laughs> so, Christmas movies, Strauss, okay. We're, we're going to get down to brass tacks. Yes. Because I think, as you and I both know, there's some standard family Christmas movies. It's the shit that get, gets on the TV during the family gathering. Right. Maybe you're not watching, but it's there. What's yours? Well, we don't really have one, but I would say the thing that we watched a lot of, and this one's more of a short than it was like a full-on movie, was the original Chuck Jones animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, yeah. Which is one of the better ones. I, I'm going to talk for a second about something because I for, for the listeners who don't know, I I do drag on a fairly regular basis, and a couple of weeks ago, I actually got to see somebody do a routine to a remix of Your Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Oh, that's As the lovely. Grinch. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. But yeah, yeah, good movie, good choice. And you said you might not have to do an episode today, and you, while keeping this information away from me, how dare you? I thought I told you about the Grinch drag. No, I don't think you did. All right, hell. Maybe. Well, the point is, that's amazing. And my other favorite fact is, is your mean one, Mr. Grudge, is sung by Tony the Tiger. It is. And it's like, damn, that's great. That's just a great Christmas special. Like, everything about it is great. Spirit of Christmas. I like that. I am made by the, the late, great Chuck Jones and his team. Yes, indeed. It's everything you want in a Christmas special. It's... It's fun, it's enjoyable, it's it's like a Peanuts holiday special, where it's just like... It is. Everything about it is wholesome and fun. It's There's, just warm. It's just warm, and you, you feel like, yeah, this is what Christmas is all about. Fahu fucking Doris. <laughs> or Christianity, depending on whether or not it's the Peanuts special. Fahu <laughs> Doris. Okay, the the other good part of that was the the same drag event I went to. Um, they surprised us all by having like, cause we we do a cattle call, when like all the performers come up by name and y'all take your bow, whatever, whatever. But then they had to stay up there and do fahudores, and half the people there didn't fucking know what was going on, and it was so good. <laughs> Which, like, that's an example of, like, a good, good Christmas special slash story. Now, Sardo, what is your, like, this was the one that was on repeat in your house? Oh, it was always a Christmas story at my house. Uh, we still, my, my dad and I have a few movies, like, we bandy back and forth lines to each other all the time. Anchorman is one of them. You'll the other one out. is it's you'll shoot your eye out. Uh oh fudge, except I didn't say fudge. <laughs> it's it's a Christmas story. Or yeah. Um I don't know. 
I I always found Ralphie to be something of an underdog, and I I I admire his moxie. I see, I see much of the same reflected within my own being. So, yeah. We, we're always a Christmas story family. I see. And definitely a, probably a slightly more controversial one due to one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just like, oh, the 80s. Why? This was not necessary. This shouldn't have been here. <laughs> It's, it's cute. I do, th- like, the general sentiment of, like, oh, the, like, the only thing open on Christmas was the Chinese restaurant. It's like, but the way it was done, it's like, this sucks. And, like, the concept's like, oh, it's, oh, your turkey was ruined. Well, well, well we could do it. We don't celebrate Christmas because, you know, it, we're all, like, East Asians and Christmas is, like, an import, so we don't really have that much care for it. Like, that seems great outside of that one part. Like, it's, the, the... <sighs> it's so weird. <laughs> that's yeah that's that that's other... that's what i like to say the, the problem with watching 80s movies sometimes is like the weird casual racism and you're just like yeah huh. like it's like when you watch 16 candles uh-huh. and, yeah. and there's this one whole gag character is, is that he's japanese it's like wow that's so wacky it, it, which is uh. funny because the rest of the movie is fine, other than the fact that it's like PG and there's just like an extended shower sequence with one of the popular girls, which is also like, wow, we used to do a lot more. We used to do a lot more with this PG thirteen rating. Yeah, uh, that that G carried a lot of weight. We all decided apparently nudity was bad, and we're worse for it. But yeah, yeah, it's there's there's that one. There's the one bit for sure, but it's that's usually the one on my household. Uh, the other one that I have managed to talk my parents into, which I'm very happy about, is a Muppet Christmas Carol. Ooh, that's a good one. My my Muppet one for me personally is a Muppet Family Christmas, mm-hmm. which is my which is. Have you ever seen that? Yes, yes. I love a Muppet Family Christmas because all it is is the Muppets go to Fozzie's mom, like grandmother's house for the holidays, and it ends up being them, the characters from Sesame Street, and of course, everyone's favorite, the Fraggles from Fraggle Rock. You can't forget the Fraggles. And that one's just great. The whole thing is great. Everything about it is great. Now, real quick, Strauss, because it's very important that I know this about you. What's your take on the Muppet Christmas Carol? Give me your opinions beyond it was oh, good, it was bad. Okay, what so... What does it make you feel? When it comes... If you're going to do a movie with Muppets, you have two options. Your first option is to be a living Muppet, like Tim Curry in... Right. Muppet Treasure Island. The oh, other option is that you just act normally... But everyone's a Muppet, like you're Michael Caine. And he played that film serious as a heart attack. And it was so (laughs) much the better for it. It is. It's not my favorite Muppet movie, but mind you, that's because, like, the first two Muppet movies are just, like... Like... My... The Muppet movie is just so hard to top. I mean... My favorite thing... (laughs) How how can you not love the the phrase go left of the fork of the road and it's just an actual literal literal fork in the road. Yay. 
And they're in Saskatchewan. My favorite thing about A Muppet Christmas Carol was... Because I remember the first time sitting there watching with my parents because I was very firm about this. I'm like, we need to fucking watch this movie. I, I don't care. Sit down. We're watching this movie. And the entire time, my mom just kept looking looking over at me and being like, this is really good. Actually really good. I'm like, yeah. I just, I, I just imagine you going, yeah. It's like, yes, this is genius. Tell me something I don't know. And then let's see. Um, I also really like Great Muppet Caper. Since oh yes, yes, and I, I'm a <laughs> my big... favorite, It's my favorite part is that it's like we're brothers, <laughs> and they look, <laughs> and then it goes shows a picture of their father who looks like what would have you mixed made a green Fozzie Bear look like Kermit. And it's, like, the greatest joke ever. Because it's just like, well, I guess they really are their father's sons. <laughs> I'm just a Muppet fan across the board. I I love anything Muppets. It's so good. Yeah, but, I love yeah. the Muppets, too. It's just great. Bunch of great picks. Um, also, speaking of Muppets, um, uh, what I jokingly call poverty otters, also <laughs> by uh, wow, Emmett Otter's drug, drug band Christmas, is very good, but friends of I and I have called it poverty otters because that's basically what it is. <laughs> poverty otters. I mean, you're not wrong. It's it's not wrong. It, it's just more like, you know, it, it's the type of thing you can go, ah, we're cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Henson made several Christmas specials and they're all quite good so you, if you need to put something on the best part about a Muppet, the Muppet Family Christmas is at the very end the man who washes the dishes is Jim Henson himself he's just like it's great it's great also watch out for the icy patch yeah yeah everyone <laughs> oh god when the Sesame Street characters show up and they're all caroling and you're like this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me all day it it's very good. It is super good. I love that. That is one of like the three best moments in cinema and it's TV special. <laughs> Which we are counting in this because like half of the most famous like Christmas things are TV specials. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the the Rudolph special from Rankin ba- the Rankin Bass Rudolph special which yeah, which reminds me, Sarah, I need to ask you something very important. Uh-huh. Why aren't you at elf practice? <laughs> Hermie, why aren't you at elf practice? <laughs> I that that was also a running joke growing up in the household around oh, no. Christmas is I want to be a dentist. <laughs> and and now you do drag. And now I do drag. <laughs> and you know, I am at elf practice every single day of the week, thank you very fucking much. <laughs> oh, so much so. So much so. <laughs> But I would say definitely that's a good one. Um, oh, who else did a Christmas special? I'm trying to think of like the – because like what was always really funny, and you're going to agree with me on this, when it comes to um, like every major holiday has like a, a special for your favorite shows growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's always funny like which ones got which special that year. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Like, 
Like, for example, the Angry Beavers, I don't remember if they had a Christmas special, but I definitely remember their Halloween special, which was great. Yeah. So I'm trying and I remember because it's the one of the rare times uh, I know there was a Hanukkah special for the for Rugrats. There there was a somewhat Christmas themed episode for Angry Beavers. Yeah, I I do not remember anything about it. It was called Gift Horse. <laughs> uh, Gift Horse? Are you sure it wasn't Thunder Horse? It was Gift Horse. <laughs> Um, and it's Arbor Day, which is what they celebrate instead of Christmas. I mean, that makes sense because they're beavers. Yeah. And Dag is jealous after getting an air freshener for Arbor Day while Norb gets a train set. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I remember. Now oh, that remember. that part I remember. <laughs> it, it's always funny because it's like holiday specials are so mixed bag for certain shows. Like... Rugrats had a bunch of great jokes for Hanukkah because, like... I remember the Rugrats Hanukkah episode! Because, they, like, they make a circumcision joke on one of the buildings, but it's in Hebrew. So no, <laughs> the average person could not read it, but they're like, hee <laughs> uh, Which is a great joke, by the way. Yes. But if we're talking about the best holiday special from my childhood, it still belongs to Arthur... Not Arthur... Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Always a great show. I've always been a huge Hey, Arnold fan. Oh, I, I'm a big Hey, Arnold supporter as, like, arguably Nickelodeon's best show. I... Hey, Arnold was, like... Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna get a little, like, silly and sentimental here real quick. Yeah, hey, boy. Arnold was one of those cartoons that actually, like, made little kid me, like, feel very powerful emotions... Yeah, that like, makes sense. I don't know. I don't know why I'm feeling like sad and called out, but like in a good way. But it's there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But when it comes to it, Hey Arnold had the best Christmas special out of anything. Oh yeah. Like it's like man, you were. It's like man, Craig Bartlett, you were super real for this one. Oh, he was fucking cooking. He was cooking so hard. Like, if I ever want to feel, like, good about the spirit of Christmas, I just go watch that, like, just even the final scene from that one. Yeah. Mr. Quinn gets reunited with his daughter and just like, this is what Christmas is all about. Merry Christmas, Mr. Quinn. You deserve it. Yeah. What a great Christmas special. Go watch it. Don't, don't hear it from us. The whole thing is great. Just, <laughs> then just laugh because, like, Arnold's, like, nine. <laughs> Like, man, this is a lot of effort for a nine-year-old for Christmas. <laughs> but you know what? Kids really are that extra sometimes. This is true. My favorite, uh, someone gave Mr. Kakashi a coal. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Ernie. It's like, it's what you deserve. Uh. And it's true. <laughs> it's great. But there's also I'm... bad holiday specials. Do you have any, like, favorite bad holiday specials? Oh, uh, well, I mean... That isn't the Christmas holiday special, which, yes, I have seen. <laughs> of course I have. I mean, I... I can't really talk too much about, like, bad holiday specials for shows. Like, the Star Wars holiday special is, like, the first one that comes to mind. Because, of course, it is poor, poor Mark Hamill, who had just gotten out of a car accident, and he's like, yeah, we need you for our holiday special. We're gonna 
cake you in makeup until you look like a bisque doll. And then, <laughs> then there's make you snake. And then there's and then there's Carrie Fisher high off her ass in that one. God, you queen. Just queen. she is high on so much cocaine during that one, and she, and she's so valid for it. <laughs> Considering the rest of the special, it's my favorite part about that entire thing is that the best part of that entire special is B. Arthur. Yes. And she's only in it because her son was really into Star Wars. <laughs> God bless B. Arthur. God bless B. Arthur, who is just n- nailing this bad special that's not good. Nothing about it is good. There's like three good parts. Watch those and nothing else. And, I uh, Have you seen any bad Christmas movies? Because I have. I got a story. Oh, boy. 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 <laughs> Try my recipe, boy. Oh my god. Um, I want to tell you about Santa's sleigh, Strauss. Oh, the one with Goldberg? Yeah. Oh. Have you oh, seen it? I, I'm not sure if I've seen it, but Sardo, I got some really terrifying news for you. I think uh-huh. I can top it in terms of how bad it is, but go forward. Uh, okay. Go forward, my well, son, because I, mean, I, I, I got... It's the worst of all time. I know. I, yeah, I'm just no. saying... I got some shit for you after this. <laughs> now I'm. It's it's not a contest. Oh, it's, it's not a contest. Not, this, is the worst. this is not. This is not a good. It's, it's thing. not a contest, but but yours is gonna be the worst, right? <laughs> oh, you'll understand once we get to it. <laughs> now, now, now. I mean, I'm not saying it's the worst thing I've ever seen, but in in terms of like Christmas movies that are ostensibly not good. Santa's sleigh is up there. What if Santa Claus was a mass murdering demon, literal demon? Uh, he lost a curling match with, I believe, the Archangel Gabriel. Uh, some kind of demon. Fran Drescher's in it. Uh, Chris Kattan's in it. Goldberg plays Santa Claus. Goldberg plays Santa Claus. It's not very Goldberg. good. I have IMDb pulled up. I'm going to read. Let's see here. And and there we go. Featured review. Title is Sufficiently Awful. I recommend it. I I have a hard time saying I enjoy this movie. Like it's got all the traits of a good bad movie that knows it's bad but also I think stuff's always a little less enjoyable when it's self-aware yeah if you want more of our opinions on why that's the case go check out our very first episode yes 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 but um so sort of I have two really bad Christmas movies for you that I have watched I'm I'm gonna go with the with the one that makes that I would say is the less anger-inducing movie, but it's just really bad. Have you ever heard of Nutcracker 3D? Yes, I have. I have seen that. It is mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. And it is... It is a uh, weird movie. It, it has John Turturro in it, Nathan Lane. Like, oh, it's Nathan this, Lane. It, it's this, like, weird... Like, movie made in, like, Europe. And it's just, it's just not good. Everyone, it, 
like the Nutcracker looks weird. Um, the rats are basically Nazis, which are super strange. Yeah, there's there's the whole thing of like the the rats are like rat people, and they're also Nazis. Albert Einstein is there. It's not good. It it kind of sucks. I've, I've also seen this movie. Yeah, it, it's maybe the worst. Cr- it is only beat out by a movie that offended me, which was Last Ounce of Courage, which is the War on Christmas movie that I watched once. <laughs> which got a, a late friend of mine to state, I don't get these movies. Everybody loves... No, but his argument was everybody loves Christmas, even atheists like Christmas. There's no war on Christmas. Now, I, I can say pretty firmly, like, not, not to get too deeply into religious shit, but, like, okay, I'm agnostic. I don't fucking care. Like, Christmas, great, cool. Uh, Bob Revere. His name is Bob Revere. I fucking forget his name is Bob Revere. He knows what fighting for freedom is like. A small-town war hero. He's heartbroken with son Tom Luce's life demanding America abroad. And... His country is headed in a dangerous direction. God, I fucking hate this movie so much. Uh, yeah, but this is uh, one of those last ads of courage. Terrible movie. Just it was just somebody. It's like, oh, it, why does no one know what? It's last ads of courage, but it, it's one of those like war on Christmas movies where everyone's just like, no one acts this way. Like, let me give you an idea of how patriotic this film is. In the one minute and 51 second trailer, I counted 15 shots where the American flag is clearly visible, 13 of them in the first minute. (laughs) These are bad movies. Your Christmas movie should... Like, I have no problem with, like, the Jesus in my Christmas movie because, you know, that's Christ Mass. It's it's right there in the title. I I know what I'm signing up for. (laughs) Like, I... I like don't, I don't we like the pie, we, we like the peanuts one where literally Linus talks about Jesus for like a is one of the most important scenes in the movie. Like, I I don't want to get too deep into this because I feel like I could easily get too deep into this if I if I don't watch myself here. But movies like this, I I think the the particular filmmaker who makes these movies greatly overestimates how much the the presence of the Jesus man bothers folks like you and me. Uh, I, 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 if, if I see, like, a nativity scene on your lawn, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's cute. Like, I, where I work, we have a whole selection of, like, Christian Christmas books. They're specifically marked as such for the people who want them, and I don't fucking care. That's great. It's That's the, cool. It's the, it's the demis. <laughs> but but it's like you greatly <laughs> overestimate my offense at Jesus, <laughs> and and my desire to purge Jesus from the Christmas from the world's knowledge. I don't care. That's fine. That's great. There's, there's a lot of stuff I agree with. Uh, I agree with the J man about. I just, especially when fuck. he, did, especially when he gives me the finger guns and the smile, like. You know, I love it when he beat the money lenders with a belt. That was. Really I can't cool. believe I just quoted dogma. 
in the year of our Lord 2023. It's like, wow. How many, how many, I don't know what our viewership is in terms of age demographics, but I like to believe that we have like one really old set of fans and one really young set of fans. And the really young set of fans is like, what the fuck is dogma? What are you talking about? <laughs> but, yeah, so last ounce of courage. Uh, yeah, I. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to add one because it's one of the greatest Christmas movies that ever happened. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We, we we need to talk about Tokyo Godfathers. Oh, please let's talk about Tokyo Godfather. Satoshi Kon. The the happiest Satoshi Kon movie and the one that's the least depressing or weird. Yeah. Strauss, my friend. We're gonna have to watch Paranoia Agent for the podcast. Oh, I would love to do that. I love that show. Oh, let's do let's do that. I'm putting that on the list. I'm putting I'm putting that on the list right now. You you keep talking about Tokyo Godfathers while I do that. It, but Tokyo Godfathers is basically three people and a baby. It's 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 three folks kind of on the margins of polite society. Who discover it's it's the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they find the dumpster baby, but it's heartwarming. Only everything's happy, and before that ever happened, because when, when did that episode come out? Hold on, I'm gonna check. Do you know what what season that episode's from? Um, hold on, hold on, let me figure it. There we go. Gang finds a dumpster baby. That is 2007. Okay, that's 2007. And when was Tokyo Godfathers? Um, Four years earlier. 2003! 2003! Oh, that, therefore, there is a potential chance that somebody got super high in the writing room and watched that movie. Oh, I mean, it's it's a small chance, but it's a non-zero chance. It's a non-zero chance, and I will I'm gonna live with that until someone says otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, Tokyo Godfathers, maybe one of the best Christmas movies you've never watched. Maybe it's very, very heartwarming. It's it's a good goddamn movie. If you haven't watched anything by Satoshi Kon, go fucking watch it. Uh, for approachability, I would suggest um, watch uh, Millennium Actress. Oh yes. <laughs> don't don't dive uh, into that deep end. That deep end's really deep. Uh, you can you can also watch Perfect Blue if if you're into that fucked up shit. <laughs> and if you really want to get trippy, you could watch Paprika. But yeah, so Christmas Eve, uh, three homeless people, a an alcoholic, a trans woman, and a teenage runaway find a baby. And. Christmas ensues. <laughs> and Christmas ensues. It's a good movie. It's it's, it's really good. It's and arguably it's, his best too, which is saying something. And and for yeah, there's there's a really interesting kind of discussion going on throughout on the people who are marginalized by society, like our main characters and the people that you know the people that are kind of treated like less than nothing and who have to kind of exist being ignored, uh, really, I mean, I'm going to say not perfect trans representation because Satoshi Kon was, was a cis guy, but I think 
not bad. Oh, yeah, no, I would say, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, with, like, 10 being, like, about as good as you're gonna get it, written by actual, like, trans folk, I would give it, like, at least a 6. Yeah, I I would say probably a, a solid 7. Not which is, bad. Which is really good by by the scale, by the way. Yeah, it's, like, not not perfect, but also, like, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Also, speaking of movies featuring Japanese people at a bad Christmas, one of my favorite Christmas movies, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Oh, do tell more. I've I've not seen that one. Okay, so that one, this one stars David Bowie. It's very gay, and it also stars Ryuichi Sakamoto. Yes, the composer from some of your favorite movies, Ryuichi Sakamoto. And it's it's about being in a Japanese POW camp. And feeling the spirit of Christmas. It also has Beat Takeshi in it. Holy shit. It's a very weird, but very Why good movie. I'm surprised I'm surprised you don't know about this movie. I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah, this is, yeah, you'll you would love it. I, Mr. I Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> well, hey. Hey, we're learning learning, something new Yeah, today. we're learning something new today. That's the best kind of episode. I love that. It's from 1983. I'm going to just read a synopsis. During World War II, British soldier Jack Sellers, played by David Bowie, is captured by Japanese forces and held in prison camp by honor-bound Captain Yanoi, Ryuichi Sakamoto. Yanoi and Gruff Sergeant Hara, Takeshi, become intrigued with Sellers' open defiance in the face of their staunchy old-world ideas. Hmm. And, uh... And, uh, of course, meanwhile, translator, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Arnold, uh, John Lawrence, attempt mm-hmm. to find common ground between the British and Japanese belief. Also, Ryuichi Sakamoto can state he kissed David Bowie on the lips. Shit. This one's gay. Wow. Oh. And also, the theme is one of my favorite by Ryuichi Sakamoto. That's, um... Uh, I'm going to send you the piece right now because I can't play it for copyright reasons, but you can play it for yourself, Sardo. All right. There you go. Thank you. That's like 1980s David Bowie. That's like still prime David Bowie right there. Mm. Yeah. Like post getting off of the heroin, David Bowie. Wow. Truly, he was a lucky man. <laughs> Unlike us, who are skeletons and have no <laughs> lips. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a Christmas movie. What what are the weird? It, do you ca- count the Iron Giant as a as a Christmas movie? Mm. Or is that just a winter movie? Doesn't that take place around Christmas? I. Hold on. I mean, because this leads to a very interesting question. Because some movies aren't Christmas movies, but you associate them with Christmas. Okay, the um, the Iron Giant mm. is not strictly a Christmas movie, but it features a poignant and heartwarming scene set during the holiday season. So, I I will give it a tangential yes. Like. 
I, I would say it's the diehard idea of a uh, Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it might take place during Christmas, but you could remove all the Christmas aspect from it and you would not notice. Yeah. So, so Die Hard does that, count. <laughs> that leads me to what. what is a movie of note for you that is not necessarily a Christmas movie, but it's set during Christmas? Well, obviously there's Die Hard, which is the first and foremost one. Like, mm-hmm. the, the king of... It's a Christmas movie by by the, only the fact that it takes place during Christmas. Yes. But that movie's really fun. Also, just because Alan Rickman's hair in that movie alone deserves to be remembered. Oh, it's terrific. It's terrific hair. And so, same thing with Bruce Willis's hair in that movie. Yeah. Which is also great. And you'd be Kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> So, my favorite non-Christmas Christmas movie has got to be Jaws 3. You ever seen Jaws 3, Strauss? I, I'm not sure. Is that the one with Michael Caine in it? Are we, are we back around on Michael Caine? Um, it might, might be. Uh, might be. I just know it. I'll look it up. You just keep going. I know it as Jaws 3 is the movie where a descendant of the shark from the original Jaws starts methodically hunting down the family of one of the men who put low the original Jaws shark. This shark is out for revenge. This time it's personal. There's also a really great romance between two middle-aged people. Um, and... and, and <laughs> really, there's this thing of, like, they're finding love. It's like, okay, good for them? No, that was Jaws no, that's Jaws three. No, 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 no. No, no, I, I was, I was like, no. Dennis Quaid was in Jaws three. Jaws four yeah. is the one with Michael Caine. I right. Think. Yeah. I was like, what? Which is so funny. Jaws. Yeah. Jaws four, the revenge. Jaws three. This time it's personal. Why is it personal? I don't. You're a shark. <laughs> I I don't know. Are are you a shark? Do you know how they feel? I know. No. I I, I, I love know. I love the Jaw sequels just because there's like how in the world is this there was a ghost shark at one point. I think that's Jaws 3D. Mhm. Which I which is so funny. Let's see what else is like our tangential Christmas movie list real quick. Um uh, uh, the Iron Giant. I'll say you go. You you say I'll go. Oh my God, Superman! Uh, I love Iron Giant so much. It's a good movie. But that's usually. Let's see what else is a movie I associate or movie series more accurately than I associate with this time of year, only because these movies came out around this time of year. And you'll remember which movies they are. Because, Sardo, you could take my bow. And my sword. And my Glock. <laughs> and this gun I have. <laughs> because the Lord of the Rings movies are not Christmas movies. But they did come out around on, around Christmas. They, they, they were around the time, and it's just something you associate with, with the season. Exactly. 
And that, to me, makes it count as a Christmas movie in spirit. I agree. We were actually just... We had an email chain about this at work the other day. Oh, go on. It was a thing of, like, favorite Lord of the Rings movie kind of shit. I, I personally had to share the Do You Wear Wigs clip. <laughs> Have your hair changes from short to long. Do you wear wigs? <laughs> no. Have you ever worn wigs? No. Will you ever wear wigs? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. When will you wear wigs? <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, that's a clip from uh, when... Oh, God. Dominic Ma... Yeah, when Dominic Ma... And, and, now, the, the backstory behind this is, is hilarious because apparently Elijah Wood was being interviewed. He couldn't see the interviewer. He thought Dominic Monahan was like some weird German interviewer who kept asking him bizarre questions. <laughs> and and so he, he had no idea this was like his, his crewmate. And basically he just starts asking this wig theory question right towards the end of it. You could kind of see the gears turning in Elijah Wood's head where he realizes that he's being mad. <laughs> When will you have <laughs> Oh, it's great. It, maybe one of the greatest movie casts in terms of brotherhood that ever existed. Oh, they... We're going to have to do were, a... They were, not, they were Nakama, for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to have an, have an episode about the Lord of the Rings movies at some no, point. we are. We are. Maybe another day. Yes. Maybe when I get back home from vacation. Yeah, After the idea. bonies. After the bonies, good way to start the new year. Hell yeah. But yeah, so that was sort of uh I associate those movies with Christmas because they would come out around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't really make it a Christmas movie, but like it's it's the feeling that counts. It's it's the vibe. It's the it, they they got the Jennies. They got that je ne sais quoi. When will you wear wigs, Sardo? I wear wigs all the time, bitch. <laughs> this this doesn't work drag. with you. This does not work with you. I am immune. In fairness to Elijah Wood, Monahan's hair in that is such Euro trash from like the late nineties, early two thousands. Then for you, Thanks. Uh, A question I ask myself all the time. What's stopping you? Wear wigs, Strauss. I have very nice hair. You, you, I, I've seen it. You do have very nice. I hair. have had it cut recently, and even then, even then, I'm honestly, I'm a little jealous of your hair. Not gonna lie, <laughs> you got good hair. Thank you. It's like, goddamn, my co-host has such a fantastic set of hair. Like it's, it's kind of like. It's kind of unfair that we're both skeletons involved because, like, there there's sometimes where it's like I should just draw Strauss with his actual hair. <laughs> Maybe just one random thumbnail one of these days. It's just the, randomly my skeleton has hair. Just a surprise one. <laughs> just just a random one, but it can't be this one. It can't be the next few ones. It's like oh, well, 
people would be expecting that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like gotta be like some random one in like the middle of August. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm not expecting it's like, remember this bitch? <laughs> oh god, it'd be like when the game rooms played ice hockey this year for the first time in five years. <laughs> I I hope you know, Strauss, you've just You've just I've set sealed. me up for something hilarious. Oh, oh thank I, you. either I set myself up for something absolutely hilarious, or you set, or I set you up, and who it is God, is going to be a real is, fun question come middle just, of August. This is just like an episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> oh God, it's something I'm calendar my pa- oh God, what would be a good calendar name for calendar power? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're getting way off into the weeds here. Um, we're very off into the weeds. I want to talk about yeah. a very specific kind of holiday movie. All right, uh, last one before we go. I think you know what kind of holiday movie I'm talking about. It's the Hallmark holiday movies. <laughs> we're talking about this because you brought it up first. And I'm bringing it up now, so we have to. Strauss, describe Hallmark holiday movies for me. Um, tell me, Sardo, are you a uh, single lady who lives in the big city? N- I'm. I'm n- none of those three things. No. Well, then you don't have to worry about going back home to your small town, where a <laughs> guy in a flannel shirt and somewhat muscular is gonna suddenly. Turn your life around, make you believe in the spirit of Christmas, and get away from your big city living. Oh, thank God. And that is basically every hall- Hallmark holiday movie, or at least a good chunk of them I've just described in one go. Strauss, are you an at-all watcher of Hallmark holiday movies? Have Have you ever watched them? I've watched a few here and there. They're not very good. Because yeah, well, that's that's that, part of the that's part of the charm. And, yeah, it's what's always so great about them is how many of them are just about like a, a an overly busy single lady who goes back home to her small town and learns the meaning of Christmas from like a generic looking white dude with like some amount of muscles who wears flannel. Great value Liam Hemsworth is going to teach her the value of Christmas and love. Not even Chris Hemsworth. Like, not even Liam Hemsworth, but like knockoff Liam Hemsworth. I want to talk very briefly. This won't be long. Go for it. I don't think you want to hear too much about it. Probably uh, not. I want to talk about my favorite. It's it's actually not a Hallmark. It's, it's a Netflix original film. Mm-hmm. Which means it's going to be really good. I want to talk to you about A Christmas Prince. You ever seen A Christmas Prince? Maybe. Uh, It's all about an undercover reporter who goes in to this... Kingdom that is... It is Christmas-themed year-round. And she has to get the scoop on this Playboy Prince... And she gets tangled in royal intrigue and ends up finding love, but she's got to keep her cover. It's bullshit. It's such bullshit. I hate this movie. <laughs> um, but it's, I find it weirdly fascinating. I, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm looking through IMDb, seeing if there's anybody we would know in here, and I don't think so. It's 
Rose McIver, and Ben Lamb. It's Amber and Prince Richard. I... This no, no, movie no. feels procedurally generated. <laughs> I it, I was created by a computer algorithm. I'm to... going to send you the IMDb page. Yeah, please do, please do. But I'm going to see if I can recognize anybody. I, if you know anything about me, and I would hope to God that you do. After all this time, I I love trash movies. I love trash TV. It's one of my great preoccupations in life. I love trash. You live in the trash. trash. You, you, you're like Oscar the Grouch. You were significantly less grouchy. I love trash. Uh, this is bullshit, and maybe someday I'll I make you watch do. this movie. There is someone I recognize in this movie. Who? Um, the Queen is played by Alice Cridge. Uh-huh. She was the Borg Queen on First Contact. Fuck. So we got a Star Trek actress in there. There we go. We found someone. Star Trek alumni. Thank God. <laughs> See anyone? Thank God. For yeah, and I've seen a movie the, the the main guy is in. He was in Diver the first Divergent movie as I think the main love interest maybe. Wow. No, no, he's not some other guy. I I don't know who that is. <laughs> Name. But, but we got one. We got one. Wow. Let's see. Is there anyone, anything else you've been in that I might have actually seen it, you in? Let's see. Uh, no. No. Oh. Yeah. But that's my trashy, not even Hallmark Christmas movie of choice. It's going to be The Christmas Prince. Yeah. Let's see who else. Let's see if the lady's been in anything I've seen. Um. Uh, anything interesting? She was in the piano. Hmm. But like as like a child, I'm assuming she wasn't the piano. No. Who played the piano? Adrian Brody's character, I believe. <laughs> but there you go, everyone. We found two people we recognize. Anyone else? Um, Truly amazing. But yeah, so that is, I guess, our episode on random thoughts on Christmas specials, Christmas movies, movies that we associate with Christmas. Kind of a hodgepodge of thoughts because there's not that many actual christmas movies now that i think about it i mean we could have talked about which version of a christmas carol we like the best but i feel like that's its own episode uh, that's 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 that that that, that's its own episode i feel like that's a fair thing we already know it's michael caine and a muppet christmas carol so there's no point i don't know there is the version with george c scott in it where he, mm. it, where he's a really good Scrooge. Ah. So Strauss, question for you, wrapping up yes. on the topic of Christmas. Which one are you? You can only pick one that you have to be. Are you the ghost of Christmas past, present, or future? I feel like both of us would love to say the 
Ghost of Christmas Future for aesthetic purposes. But I feel like personality wise, we're both Ghost of Christmas Present. I, I, can, I can roll with that. Like, yeah. I'm cool with that. I, I feel like, in terms of our actual personalities, we, like. <laughs> I, I think we're too fun to be yeah. Ghost of Christmas. Yeah. Future. As much as we like to pretend that we're all dark and moody and we're, spooky. We're skeletons. Yeah, we're skeletons, but we're like no, way no, 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 too no. fun and jovial to be anything other no. than the Ghost of Christmas. No. <laughs> Go for it. I know who we are. We're Marley and Marley. <laughs> but specifically the Muppet version. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, it's like we are too goofy, we're too silly, and we're too. We're just too jovial to be anything other than a ghost of Christmas present if we had to be one of the three ghosts. And that's the moral of the story. You just gotta be a silly, goofy guy. Gotta be a silly little guy. Well, Sardo, as we close out, I'm gonna do. We're gonna do something a little bit different. Instead of the hell you watching, uh-huh. uh huh. Is there anything that you, from this year, would recommend? Out AK of all, story. Oh, there you go. AK story was the big recommend. I was gonna say I've... from things you were talking about that we didn't talk about as episodes, but I will accept AK story oh. as I've, the I've, I've got foremost. To champion of that show i agree with this day yeah okay i i've already recommended hey k story to several of my coworkers. are they actually watching it (laughs) please tell me i i actually hounded one fairly aggressively until he did (laughs) did he go sardo why did you do this to me (laughs) i i will never recover from this uh, he never said it outright, but I feel like it was there in his eyes. <laughs> but the other thing I would recommend that we did not discuss on the podcast is I have been reading this really, really darling series. It was originally a webtoon, I believe, but it was one of those that got published into the actual like physical book. Uh-huh. And we have it now at my place of work. And it's called, it's called Not So Wicked Stepmom. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's an isekai, basically. But this children's fashion designer, she dies an untimely death because of health issues. And she is reincarnated as the evil second wife of the the ruler of a kingdom who has, like, an adorable little daughter. And the, the stepmother was, like, awful to her and jealous of her and vindictive. But this this lady gets reincarnated in her body and takes over her personality, basically. And she's like, oh, my God, my baby. <laughs> and starts doing, like, everything she can to, like, build a good relationship with the princess and, like, fix her shit, basically. All right. And it's so sweet. And it's so good. The art is beautiful. It's it's a really good main character. Um, I'm... I'm always a good sucker for like a like a sweet parental relationship, especially one that's like not biological. It's like you know, you you are my baby. And yeah. it's it's a really charming little series. I just finished the second book and I love it and there's like some really interesting kind of like discussion of LGBT topics too, like the 
the wife, uh, like, no, the husband of the main character is pretty heavily implied to be, like, in a compulsory heterosexual relationship, like, forced to be married, and he's, like, actually kind of got a boyfriend, and the main character is, like, not only cool with it, but, like, supportive. <laughs> and she's like, finally, I can be fucked by the person who deserves it the most. This well, random captain of the guard that I found. Hi, I'm She's Stan. like, you know, like, I don't, I'm actually not attracted to you at all. I think you're kind of a schmuck anyway, so, like, I'm okay with this, but also, like. <laughs> I think you're a schmuck, and you should be, get your back you, blown out on like, the Senate floor. <laughs> you should be, you should be a better dad than you are, and I'm going to hound you on that, but otherwise, I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> Let's see, the things that I have talked about on the hell we watch that you should watch, other than Free Run, which I'm still going to say you should watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? It I haven't talked about it since the very start of the podcast, but, you know, Tomo Chan as a girl was still very cute, and it's going to pop up in the bonies. <laughs> All right. Okay, maybe not say it that way, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, it'll doubt soon you pick yourself as a skeleton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Run into that one. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like it's been a very good year. Next week is the Bonies. Which, it is. Which is the Skeleton Crew year-end award show because the Boner Awards was too easy. It's right there in front of us. And we're like, we could do it that, but we're going to call it the Bonies because that's funnier. That's inherently a sillier sounding word. So tune in next week as we do our year-end awards. We'll have such awards as Best Performance, Best Performance That Made Us Cry, um, Dumbest Sketch, Worst Bit, Sir Not Appearing in This, in this Award Ceremony, and Special Appearances by the Monas Voice. <laughs> oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> Best usage of the modus voice. <laughs> and more. Also, I want to give us credit for this episode. We have been demonstrating an admirable <laughs> amount of restraint. Oh, we could have easily done this entire episode. It's like, hey, whoa. <laughs> hey, whoa, Joku. Oh, I, I, the people who listen to this and aren't watching our streams wondering what is wrong with us. There's so much bullshit. <laughs> it's just layers like an onion. And oh, oh, I guess the ultimate award, the Grand Onion Award for best flavor, going to Shallot, five years running. Hell yeah. <laughs> but anyway, folks, thank you all for listening in on today, a very special day, or the day after, for it's Christmas time. So a Merry Christmas from the... Skeleton Crew Podcast and all your other holidays. There's way too many, which is why we said happy. Why we say happy holidays because there's like twenty of them. Merry Crisis. Merry and a happy new issue. Yay! <laughs> but yes, we're saying specifically Merry Christmas because this will be released on Monday, Christmas Day. It's which, it's no more sleep still Christmas. It's here. It's here. And if you're listening to this after Christmas, it was Christmas when this was released. Congratulations. <laughs> you survived Christmas. 
and we're still around after the point after Christmas 2023 for you to be listening to this podcast. And if you're the aliens who found found a recording of this, hi. What's up? I'm so sorry. Yes, this is what we're like. And no, most humans aren't like us. We're sorry. Or thankful, depending on how you feel about us. We're cool. You don't think we're interesting. That's fine. Happiest of holidays, everybody. Yes. I love you all. And yes, you. Yes, you. And you too, Mom, if you're watching this episode. Hi, Strauss's mom. I Hi. appreciate you. I do too. But anyway, you can follow us, as always, on the social medias with Dear Old Sardo is always found on at, at, Hopsy, at Autopsy Garlands on Twitter. Marky Belial for the about Catch me posting about Abdurak shoes. <laughs> Abdurak shoes. And of course, you will be streaming today, even though it's Christmas. Yeah, you know what? I Fuck it, why not? Fuck it, why not? I'll probably be there too tonight. Maybe. And, I don't and, know. And potentially a special guest. Oh. Is it so, going- someone someone near and dear to you mentioned that they they'd maybe like to hop back on the stream. Oh, yeah. We we might we might be getting another uh, Z guest feature. Yes. So uh, that one was accidental, but maybe not but, this but it, one. But it was hilarious. So <laughs> we're gonna have to do that one better than this time because we have the capability of doing so. But anyway, folks, you can follow me at Almighty Strauss on all the things, Uncle Death for Sardo for streaming times. We start at 8.30 EST, 6.30 Mountain Time, and of course, 5.30 Pacific. <laughs> Yay. I'm always Ross everywhere. I stream Tuesday, Thursdays, Sundays, but I, we will not be back until t- Sunday the 7th, where we start the mean Keanu Chronicles. <laughs> Yay. But anyway, folks, thank you all for coming, and hey... Have a wonderful Christmas and support us on Patreon if you like at at uh, Skeleton Crew Pro. We're, we're there. We're there. There's stuff actually on there. We promise. It's not barren. There are rewards for it. You get access to all the rewards for $2 a month. Those $2 gives you things such as the General Sows, Samurai Cop, and more catastrophically drunk sardo oh yeah the first one was catastrophically drunk sardo apocalyptically drunk <laughs> you were incredibly blasted i i we don't drink that much too often the last time i think i was that drunk was at my cousin's wedding i was I was smote by the hammer of thor anyway <laughs> you should you should follow the patreon follow the, go to the patreon Give us two dollars. That's a dollar each. Or and if we get enough dollar dues, we'll do a thing. Watch some Speed Racer with us while we talk over it. It's great. Speed Racer. Oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> so many times a man dies in Speed Racers. But anyway, folks, thank you all for coming. Have a wonderful Christmas. And if you're wa- listening to this after Christmas, Happy New Year. And if it's after that, then I don't know, maybe it's Arbor Day. <laughs> Happy freaking year. Happy whatever this is. Good night or good day. And also, like, watch Tokyo Godfathers. You should. Yeah, it's a good movie. 
It's good stuff. Goodbye. Goodbye.